0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Give us a shout, folks, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. I said earlier that uh, the New Hampshire primaries were today, and we'll be watching as to what's going on. And... We're hearing more and more uh, from Democrats as to what their theme is going to be and uh, more and more from Republicans as to what their theme is going to be. And one is that Democrats are and and let me just say that I found this article that was right on point here. It's something I've thought about, it, but I couldn't really uh, lay it out as well as uh, the writer of this article did, Jim Garrity. And talking about what does it mean that democracy is, is at stake and what does it mean when when Republicans say that the country is at stake or America is at stake? And there's friction uh, as to what one's perception is as to both of these things. And you're going to hear a lot of this um, as this uh, race plays itself out. If it does so in the fashion that we believe it, it is, it's going to end up being a Trump down that path. Um, you know, for Republicans, uh, he points out in the article, and I think he's, he's right when he says that um, they're convinced that four more years of Joe Biden and or Kamala Harris will turn the country into a dystopian left-wing dictatorship out of a young adult novel or crime-ridden borderless anarchy out of Mad Max, or somehow have both happened simultaneously but really what he's talking about is that what are we willing to accept in our candidates, um, and this is more from the Republican point of view, when we talk about the democracy being at stake. What does that mean? And he says that what that really means is that we're told that our usual standards and expectations of a president are unaffordable luxury now because, as they insist, Democracy is at stake, and what basically he's saying is that so many people are willing to look the other way, as it relates to a number of the activities and the conduct exhibited by uh, the president, Joe Biden, that uh, he has kind of deviated from the norm. There are not a lot of people calling calling him out or taking him to, taking him to task. Uh, when you think about his schedule. You know, that he might have one event a week or a weekday, almost never sits down and does interviews or press conferences anymore, doesn't do that, and he sticks to the teleprompter. He sends out the White House spokesperson out there every every day to try and defend and doesn't really uh, address the public very often at all. And everything is scripted now. And we know why that is, because we've seen when it's not scripted, what it's what it's going to be like. But at any other time, I guess the point is, is that we would be calling this individual out on this. But because democracy is at stake, we don't, right? They think that because democracy is, is at stake, that we should be willing to accept it. Same thing with democracy is at stake. And I've been waiting for this issue to kind of flesh itself out of what's going on with the Fulton County DA Fannie Willis and a relationship that she's allegedly had with the chief prosecutor in the election who's actually financing vacations for her as they go and they gallivant around the world together and more and more that information is coming out but why should we accept that? Obviously it's because the democracy is at stake. And, and this is going to get very complex, that particular story, uh, as to what's going on in that Georgia prosecution there. Why do we allow the Homeland Security chief, Alejandro Mayorkas, when he's pressed to say that there's still no crisis at the border, that the border's closed? He keeps telling us that over and over again. I mean, he's fundamentally lying to us and has been doing so since day one and continues to engage in rhetoric so contrary to what we see and what we know at the southern border. This author says it can only be because democracy is at stake, that both sides of the aisle are not saying anything. And how is it that we ignore the fact that the Biden administration has released a million people into the country under a parole authority, um, and that 2.4 million migrants have been allowed in the country to stay for future asylum hearings. When we know that a lot of what they're doing is contrary to established law and procedure and protocols as it relates to immigration law. And that some of these asylum seekers, they gave them a court date hold on to your seat, in 2035. Who would do that? Why do we accept it? It could only be because the democracy is at stake, right? And why is it that we have to accept the fact that federal officials falsely claim that Texas physically barred Border Patrol agents from trying to rescue migrants who drowned? The story was a lie. No one's calling anybody out, and it don't, can only be that because the democracy is at stake. The same thing goes with a lot of the economic news, that we allow folks to spin it in such a fashion that uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the purchasing power of Americans with the U.S. dollar in, in the U.S. has shrunk We've seen incredible increases in so many different uh, consumer items. There are too many to mention here, but it's almost as if we're being asked to pretend to not notice it. It can only be because the democracy is at stake, according to this author. And the list kind of goes on and on and on uh, of a whole lot of things including this whole investigation into Hunter Biden and the fact that obviously he's only been peddling influence for years. He doesn't have any particular expertise in any of what he's been paid millions upon millions of dollars receive uh, diamonds and cars and all kinds of other items and we look the other way. He voluntarily admits that he didn't pay his income taxes for several years tried to write off the payment of prostitutes on his income taxes and things of that nature, and we should close our eyes and blind ourselves to this for what reason? Well, obviously because democracy is at stake, especially if there's the possibility of the election of of um, Donald Trump. And we continue to look the other way on so many other issues as it relates to Hunter Biden. It's actually almost becoming a joke. Well, how about when Joe Biden was the vice president, according to this author, to be regularly emailing his son's business partners, which he says he's never talked business with them. He's also not friends with them. So why is he communicating with them? And why is it that we pretend that's perfect? normal for a vice president to engage in that activity. Well, it could only be because the democracy is at stake. But the one thing that really strikes me is that I've always said that Donald Trump violated the Presidential Records Act from day one. I read it. I applied the facts to it. I said that there was a problem there, and I thought for the president. But why is it that we insist that Hunter Biden has done uh, nothing wrong Joe, in, in, to do with what Joe Biden does, even though we know that a lot of the records indicate otherwise. So Biden exchanged emails with his son's business associate 54 times, serving as vice president. The National Archives has a, an 11-page log showing a list of 327 emails that Joe Biden sent or received from 2010 to 2019 under pseudonyms. That included Robin Ware 456 and Robert. I. Peters. And Mr. Biden was the biggest user of shadow accounts, with the National Archives and Records Administration disclosing that he has up to 82,000 pages of emails and documents sent or received under Biden aliases all the while that he was the vice president. Now, Why is it that we're not really looking into that and doing something about that, which is a clear violation of conducting business with these pseudonym accounts in order to circumvent the process? It can only be because the democracy is at stake. I'm not asking anybody to look the other way as to anything that Donald Trump has done. In fact, I've advocated on this show that he's got problems, problems that he has created for himself, the same type of problems that Joe Biden has created for himself. But we cannot, as the writer points out, and I totally agree, say that we're legitimate in, a, in our outlook as to this race if we're willing to allow one to get away with something but not the other. And it can't be. That our democracy is st- is at stake and that that's the reason why we do it. Because when we do that and we engage in it, isn't that what's really causing our democracy to be at stake? We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.